Good evening, Rabbi Sai. We are gathered this evening to hear, to discuss Divrei Torah Bezir Hashem. The subject, the topic of Bitochon Binyoni Parnose, which is no secret that today is Dover Beitoy Matoiv. I I think maybe. It would have been appropriate <coughs> to have a gathering, not after this gathering, what is called Atzeres Oedirus, Tefillah, and <coughs> is the Minog, as is customary in Am Yisrael, in Eistzorah. I'm not the one to judge, but many of us think that we are in an ace sort of. I would like to <coughs> relate a little story of our Goyen HaKodesh the Bechol Ber Weismendl. It's a story that everyone knows because it's printed in the, he wrote it up in the Mina Meitzar. Before the Churban HaGodo, before the Holocaust. And <coughs> his Shved, the Nath Rov, who was Adam God of Kodesh, and who he himself was also a God of Kodesh. And he describes <coughs> as there was a Tseresis Oiridus, and they knew it was coming, Rahmanul Islam. And there was a Tseresis Oiridus, and Lachatchila, <coughs> the Nath Rov, was supposed to go and to participate and to say the very his orders, but his health didn't allow him. And he was the one who went. And then when he came back, the Natarov asked him, What did you say? So he said, I said at Russia on the Posik, And I described the terrible danger we are in. I don't know if anybody knew at that moment what terrible future was in for them, for Am Yisrael. And I described the Sakona of the rising of the Germans, etc., etc., and there was a murder that decided us. And I screamed the Pasuk, Loma Tasakoy Lavotecho, and then was crying, and there was a Sayyidus, and there was a Gvaldekat Philip. And the Mechaber writes that the Nathan Rov was very, very makpid. And he says, If I would know that you would have said such language, I wouldn't have, I would have been Moshe Nefesh, I would have gone myself. When you want to talk to Akadish Baruch, he says, Place your face to the wall and scream, When you're talking to Am Yisrael, you should be more them to chuve and to tefillah and to be, to be, to be mfashish v'maisim. Very deep insight. I'm saying this as an introduction. Really, I'm not the one to be standing here at this, at this place. Because really, it's a time of Vesodirus. Also tefillah. And also someone should get up and say, Dvorim Noikvim, that we have to do tshuva, etc. and everything which is involved in what should be said, and we all know. I don't feel myself worthy of doing the job, even in this gathering, Kosh came before Am Yisrael. I wouldn't have gotten up to speak tonight, even the retail I'm going to say, Bezer Hashem. I am part of an organization. I try to be good, to do what I'm told. My name was put on the wall. And I'm just taking instructions. I know that I'm not worthy to stand and to say the very Torah. And the center of the evening will be after I finish, Fezer Hashem. But I will just put in a few words in the subject which will be discussed tonight.
One of the very famous words that are being used today is the word bitochen. Bitochen by Kodesh Baruch Hu. Now the sugya, the topic of bitochen is a very deep topic, a very wide topic. And like every topic in Torah, there are differences of opinions in the Rishonim and the Achreinim. It's very famous that there's a Chavos that explains bitochen, as the Vilna Gordon explains bitochen. There's a Chazanish that explains the Betochen. There are Medrashim that explains Betochen and there are Kashis and there are Terutzim. And it's a sugya like every sugya which should be learned and delved into and everyone should come to Halacha Lamaise because it's a, it's a Halacha. It's a, one of the fundamentals in Jewish life. And with everything that was said on Betochen I will try to give my understanding how I understood from the Rishonim. What is Bitochen? In the Chavos Halvavis and many other places, but over in the Chavos Halvavis it's very obvious, but in the Chazalim, in Medrashim, the concept Bitochen has two words to express Bitochen. The word Emuna and the word Bitochen. In the language of the Gemara, a Baal Bitochen, someone who has trust in Hashem, is called Bali Ammonim. Very famous Gemara, the Gemara says, Kama Godel Bali Ammonim. Let us see how great it is when you have trust. Hamamim Bechulda Ubar Kach. Those, that couple, that trusted in the Chulda, Chulda is a weasel or a cat, and in the Bor, Bor is a well, the story that there was a couple that promised they're going to marry each other and they say who will be witness and there was a well and the cat went by let us say a chult is a cat I don't know exact translation excuse me mo alright we'll accept your translation and the chult and the boy should be our witness they designate them as witness and then he went and married someone else. He forgot about his swear, about his promise. And he had a child. The Chazal tell us the first child fell into a bowl, or fell into a well, and the second one was was killed by a chulda. And he finally realized. And the witness came and testified. And the Gemara says, "Hamamin bechulda ubar kach." If you put your belief into the chulda and the bar, "Hamamin bakodesh bar chalachas kama bekama." Now, the word emuna, we would think, is not appropriate. Because emuna means to believe. Well, you don't have to believe in the cat. You put trust into the chulda, you put trust into the, into the bur. So again, we find the word emuna sometimes means the simple translation to believe. And sometimes means to trust. And the word bitochen sometimes and very often is called emune, sometimes bitochen. Now, <clears throat> here we have an insight. What exactly is bitochen? I think we can say in very simple language. Emuna means to believe. Emuna ba'kodesh baruchu means to have the intellectual knowledge that there is an almighty ha'kodesh baruchu. There is a God who is the creator of the world, and something which surely everyone sitting here has, Baruch Hashem, and subconsciously most of the world also. That's what Emunah means. Emunah means to believe, to know there's Hashem. Now what does Bitochen mean? To put trust in Hashem. What does that mean to put trust in Hashem? The way I understood from the Rishonim, Bitochen means, in very simple language, when you believe in Hashem, how real is Hashem? When Hashem, and what you know of Hashem, is real, tangible, real fact, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu in your eyes, in your knowledge, is a tangible, real personality, not less than your brother, your sister, your father, 
That is bitachon. A person can say, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu And you ask him, you had kavana today? Absolutely. And his mind is wandering. Because he has to cover a $10,000 check at 9 o'clock in the morning. And his mind is wandering and he can't have it. But he works hard and he davens. And he says, Elokeinu, my, our God. God means the one who created all the world. Even if I'm unworthy, but He is the God of our fathers. Everything is His. For His sake. And He loves me. Melech, King, Oizer, Umagin. And He bows down and He, 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 he actually is mavatl himself to this absolute truth. Mogen Avraham, and he continues, and he says, "Anifloi secha v'toyvi secha shebecholeis erev avokiv v'tzaharayim." And he says, "Oyse shol and demreimav," and he comes back to reality. But what's about the check? And he's nervous, and he's walking the street, and all of a sudden he sees light. His second cousin, who's a who's a semi-rich man, is walking down the street. Ah, oh, Yankel, I'm in terrible trouble. Lend me 10,000 bucks just for a week. Now this is absurd. Here, this gentleman believed that there is an almighty Hashem that has gone chasadim toivim and he says, ovinu, he is my father and my second cousin. He's my tati. And he has koine hakur, all the money, everything is his. And is nifla yisecha v'toy v'secha? The question is, how does he get the ten thousand dollars to my pocket? Al nifla yisecha v'toy v'secha shabacholeis erev avoykiv v'tzaharoyim. The parents says, but well, I'm not, I'm not worthy. Hatoyv kilei cholu rachamecha. Your your rachmanus is endless. Amalachim kilei samul chasadecha mi oyam kivinu lach. And all this he believes, and he's <laughs> he needs a ten thousand bucks. And all of a sudden he sees a second cousin. And it's embarrassing to say it, but the second cousin is real. <laughs> He's real. If you give him a smack, then his hand would collide. So that's real. And Shmanesra is Shmanesra. When Emona, when Emona, what we believe, becomes Emona, becomes real, then is Bitochen. Bitochen means you rely. You don't rely on ideas. You don't rely on philosophy. You don't rely on religion. You rely on what is real. And that is bitochen. Bitochen is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes real. That is bitochen. And it's real enough to rely on it. Now when I sit down, excuse the simple simplicity of the marshal, I'm not afraid I'm going to be hurt because this chair is real. And that's what Emona means. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you can rely on Him. You can rely on Hashem because He's real. And the more real HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in our eyes, that is Bitochen, and that is greatness, and that is the beauty of the Jew. I wasn't a hundred years ago, or five hundred years ago, in my imagination, the difference between the greatness of generations, and I'm not talking about the sages of the Jewish people. I'm not talking the difference between the Kivager and the knowledgeable people of the Talmud of our generation. I'm talking about the simple folk. I'm talking about, uh, about, about a simple woman who didn't know how to read. Now I wasn't there, but the Mishnah says, Rave notions don't know how to read. Today, Baruch Hashem, you all know how to read. And this is not discussion, this is not our topic. But what was the difference between those and we today? In my eyes, again, this is, this is my humble opinion, the difference of generations was how real Emona is. How real Emona was. Hundreds of years ago, less, and I think it was a ladder of generations, 
by a simple Jewish person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was as real as, as, any, in the, as any personality that we know that we live with. They didn't need a siddur because when I talk to you, I don't need a siddur. If I would talk to my friend with a siddur. You don't need a siddur. When there's someone real standing here, you talk Yiddish or English or Spanish or Goyish or Russian because whatever language he knows. And when there's a real HaKadosh Baruch standing next to you, so you talk the language he knows. He knows all the languages, so you don't need a siddur. It's absolutely not. There wasn't no need for a siddur. The men had a siddur because they, because they went into depth and to, 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 to the attack and the Lama. But the women didn't need a siddur. They need a siddur. You need a siddur because today we need a siddur. Excuse the expression, when you talk to the wall, you need a siddur. When you talk to a tangible personality, you don't need a siddur. Talk, <laughs> talk the language, you understand? And when someone, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes real to him, then he has bitoch. He's not worried. He knows how much money HaKadosh Baruch Hu possesses. He knows of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's miracles. He knows that, that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is on our side, it's true that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us as, as, as low as we are. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us children just to bring a, a, an example of love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you see uh, a young woman diapering a babe with a clothespin on her nose, it's not the mommy. The mommy doesn't, 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 doesn't bother the... the, 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 the what, what the baby had the ganze stub. In Rochas Hashem says, Basti and Akadosh Baruch is our tati and our mommy and our brother and our sister. Alvinu, Bator Shnitloi Imoi, Achoisi Rayosi. Every every expression of love and of closeness and of greatness. So what's the problem? The problem is that she become real. When it becomes real, that's bitoch. And then you don't like mice. I once heard beautiful word. When a Jew makes Kiddush, on El Shabbos, I want to make Kiddush. What a declaration. Who created all this? Hashem Yisbarach created all this. And we make Kiddush in a glass of wine. Why do we make Kiddush in a glass of wine? I think we should make a Kiddush in a black Gemara. On a pair of Tehillim. Why a glass of wine? What shaykhs is a glass of wine to have to the Bichulu HaShemayim Be'orz V'cholzvah? What's the connection? Whenever Jewish people are, want to bring Haidah, want to bless Hashem, want to bring out expression of thanks to Hashem, we make a Su'ud. And we eat cake. And we have a lavish feast. I would think that if you want to be thanks to Hashem, you should fast for three days straight. Why? Why? Why feast? The Teretz is, the answer is, if we would make Kiddush on a black Gemara, we take out a Sefer Tila and make Kiddush, make, make Kiddush, that it would be an expression that we say, we're testifying Kodesh Baruch who created the world. It's a, tes- it's a testimony that comes from religion. It comes from philosophy. It comes from seichel. But a glass of wine is real. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too simple. There is nothing as real as a glass of wine. Remember the last time you drank a glass of wine? It's brem to kishkis. And you put, you say, into this glass of wine, you say, Vayichulu HaShemayim V'Ha'oret V'Cholzvam HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the heaven and the earth. And it's as real as this glass of wine. You drink the glass of wine and, it, and, and it's, 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 it's a tangible, simple fact. It's not a philosophy, it's not a depth, it's not a religion. It's as real as this glass of wine. And the same is true when we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we have a simcha, we say, we get up and we say thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's as simple and as real as the delicious food we're eating as a piece of cake. piece of cake is not a philosophy. piece of cake is a piece of cake. And that's how simple the truth of Hashem is Baruch is. And that is Bitoch. That is the simple definition of bitoch. And when a person acquires this reality, then by nature he has bitoch. 
And all the machlekes between the chavis of Ovis and the chazanish. How much bitochen, how much ishtadis. These shailas all come when, when, you, when you, you, you're talking about something which is unreal. But when you have a tatia, when you have a Kodesh Baruch Hu, who is close to you, who is real in your eyes, then there's no shyness, everything is simple. What's the problem, Bukhla? If I'd have a third cousin, if I'd have anybody who would love me a millionth of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, who would possess a brilliant of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, this is an understatement, I wouldn't be worried. But now the question is, and here the big question is being posed, how do we make HaKadosh Baruch Hu real in our eyes? This is the big problem. This is the big problem. Of course, that's what Bitochen is. Of course, Emuna means to give trust. Emun. To rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu is real in our eyes, when the truth of the Torah is real in our eyes, of course we have Bitochen. Of course there's no problem. But here the question is, but how do we acquire this greatness? And the truth is a paradox. Why shouldn't it be natural? Why shouldn't it be natural? Now, let me just explain the, 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 the palette. Just explain how, how, how what, what a paradox we were talking about. We're talking about Jewish people who are sitting here in this room. That we are willing. And every person sitting in this room. Can wishes for themselves. This is the greatest wish that we can imagine that we should give our lives and the lives of our families to, to die HaKadosh Hashem for the truth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have no sveikas about the truth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every one of us is willing to, we say Shema Yisrael, and with absolute truth, we're willing to give ourselves Baskila, Sreifa, Herig, Vechenek, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the truth of the Moon of the Torah. And it was done, and we're all willing to do it. So it's, it's, if it will be unreal. So a person doesn't give away his life for what's unreal. We spend a lot of money because of the, because of the, 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 the reality of Amuna. To be religious, Jew costs money. Whether it's the mitzvahs, or it's the kashris, or it's the chinuch. The smallest problem, as if you go, you go, you, you go bananas. What's going to be? What's going to be? What's going to be? You have a Kodesh Baruch to rely on. And you say it over again, yeah, I'm a Kodesh Baruch Hu, I'm a Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's a paradox. Now, I think the chat is as follows. It's said in the name of Hashem Tev that emune is a dveikus. Now let me explain this. Really, every knowledge is a shaykhis. Every knowledge is a connection. You cannot know something which you have no connection with. It's absolutely impossible. Just like to bring a marshal um, miracles. You cannot know, you cannot really imagine miracles that came forth in, in our world. Chazal tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took all of Am Yisrael, two million people, between two badly or between two and a half families. A miracle. Now we have no connection with, with this, with this ness. So therefore we can't know what happened. We can't have the knowledge. We can know that there was such a thing. We know there was such a thing. But, you, but knowledge is called das. And das means a connection. It means a connection. Means to be, have a shaykhis of a Kodesh Baruch To be connected to a Kodesh Baruch And this is the real answer 
on the miracle of miracles that there is in our world. That there are so many people that don't know HaKadosh Baruch And when we think about it for a moment, it's a pillar. How is it possible not to know HaKadosh Baruch We sit in a room and we look around. We sit in a room and look around. And we ask, who put in this light bulb? Some Shvartz went up and turned it in. How do you know some Shvartz, you saw the Shvartz go up? Don't you, what, didn't you go to school? You're not supposed to believe what you didn't see. This is, uh, this, uh, and this the Shvartz put up, and this the Shvartz painted, and this someone put down wallpaper, and someone put down linoleum, and someone put up this microphone. Everything, the moment you come to the sun, you come to the moon, you come to your heart, you come to your eyes, you come to your ears, and you see the genius. There's more, there's more genius in your eyes and all the computers and all the machines and the whole world put together. And here all of a sudden a mental block. It's, 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 it's just astounding. And the answer is, because to know the simple truth, who put that sun in the sky, means that you are connected to that truth. It's a dveikus. Emune, Avo, and Yire are three in of the same. Just like love to Hashem is a dveikus to Hashem, fear to Hashem is a connection to Hashem, knowledge of Hashem is a connection to Hashem. When we know Hashem, it's because we have a shachas to HaKadosh Baruch now what, and, and I think that most of the people sitting here know it. And I say it very often when I sit in the yeshiva or outside of the yeshiva. And people come to me with shayla sevamuna. All kinds of shayla sevamuna. All kinds of questions. And many times I answer the questions. And I always tell them, the questions that you asked, and I'm answering you, and I know the answer. I know the answer. Well, who taught me? Who was the one who explained it to me? Where did I get this insight? From Tfilin, from Tzitzis, from Azuzah, from Babakama, from Blat Gemara. When you learn Torah, you become close to Hashem. And all of a sudden, everything turns clear. Anavere, Emuna does not come from intellectual knowledge. Emuna comes from Kiddush. The Emuna of HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes from a Shaykhist to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a fact that all of us can say witness that when we are Kodesh, when we are Tohor, our Muni is with the clarity. When Rahman al-Islam, a person is, 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 is deep in Averis, then all of a sudden his, his, his mind starts boggling. Emune comes from Dveikus. Now Dveikus, Dveikus is a two-sided business. I always say, why, and again I'm raising another pillar, why is it so hard to dive? It's also, it's just, it's, just a, it's, it's one of the astounding, astounding phenomena of creation. I could sit and talk to Reuven and to Shimon and, to, and, and to, to Levi and to Yehuda, any person. I think I spoke to, in my life I spoke to hundreds and hundreds of people. I never just, you know, I just never turned off. <laughs> it never happened to me. And I believe... And I as Baruch Hashem believe, and we all believe that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is standing in front of us. And in the language of Mesil Sushorim, as the Mesil Sushorim says, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel is Pshutay Kamashmoi listens to us, and all. And I, we just start Baruch Ato, and the whole world, like like the Pshlam Shvadron says, I was once going in Machni Yehuda, and someone comes, gives me a punch in my heart, and then I realize in middle of Shemineser, and I was dreaming about Machni Yehuda. I came to Slachlon, I woke up. This, this is a phenomenon. Why is it like that? You don't want to talk to Hashem? I'm dying to talk to Hashem. I have so much to ask from Him. First of all, I learn about Please, a little circle give me. Believe me. I'm dying to talk to Hashem. And Hashem We have plenty to thank Hashem and we have so much to ask for Hashem. And then when it comes to Baruch Eleinu, and I want to say, a little panosah, 
I, I realized that I'm up to Maidan already. I just skipped it. Why is it like that? The Teretz is, because Tefillah is simply talking to Hashem, as simple as can be. And if you want to talk to Hashem, it's a two-way conversation. And two-way conversation, both sides have to want to communicate. Now you want to talk to Hashem. Does Hashem want to talk to you? That's a different question. And if Hashem doesn't want to talk to you, the communication is not complete, and you just turn off. And the same is true with Amunah. What's missing in Amunah, Mitzidain on our side, every person would just look at the sky and see Amunah. But the answer is, when this Shvatzer would realize there was a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he would become a closeness to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. The realization is a closeness, it's a dvekus, it's an attachment. And a Kodesh Baruch Hu has no interest in being attached to this Shvatzer. So therefore the knowledge just doesn't work, it just, it just doesn't communicate. Emunah is, comes from dvekus. The difference between previous generations and today, again, in my opinion, I'm not saying more than, more than my own opinion, is because then that people were Kodesh the Torah, HaKodesh Baruch who wanted the closeness of every Jew. Every Jew was a Besam Migdash. The Shekhinah was shared within the Jew. And HaKodesh Baruch who was as real as can be. Because HaKodesh Baruch who is real. Today, the realization of the reality of Amunah would bring us such a Kedusha, such a Dveikus, that we are absolutely unworthy of, because of our Maisim, etc., etc. So therefore, it just, it just doesn't work. The communication just, it just doesn't come about. In other words, in other words, the reason why I'm missing Bitochen and the way to acquire Bitochen. And every Jew wants Bitochen. For two reasons. First of all, the greatness of Bitochen. And second of all, Chetochen, Bitochen works. When you rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays up. We say it, and we're going to say it, we're going to sing it soon. Never did a person rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't come through. If you rely on the Kodesh Baruch, Kodesh Baruch comes through. So we all want to be talking for many reasons. But for the simplest reason, because there's nothing <laughs> as comfortable as be talking. But be talking is acquired from closeness to Hashem. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to pause for a moment and put in a little word, a little halacha lamais. When we talk Yiddishkeit, we talk of a Jew as a part of Am Yisrael. Now, when we talk Bitochen, we really are discussing the Tafkid, the, 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 the object of every Jew, as a part of Am Yisrael. A Jew is not supposed to be selfish. Now, <coughs> we are here in a gathering. I don't know how to describe it. But, I would like to put a, a, just a little word of, let's say we'd be in a gathering of, 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 of tefillah. Really, a person can come to Madrigas in davening, that he could, he, could, he, could, he could ignite thousands of people around him. The greatness that a person can acquire is... The Chavetz Chaim saved the whole world. Chavetz Chaim didn't talk Lashon Hara. And we all don't talk Lashon Hara because of the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim didn't center his machshava about himself. I don't know at the beginning of his avoid. But I want to talk a moment about Bitochen. There's a very interesting post about Bitochen. Bitochen says like this. We say this, every, we say this once a week. Very, very interesting posik. The posik says like this. Yoishev b'seser elyon. You can sit in the shadow of Eliyad of HaKadosh Baruch. B'tzeil shada yisloinen. Oy mala Hashem. 
Machasi umutsudasi. You are my protection, you are my strength. Eloihai ev tach boch. I rely on you. Kihuyatzilch me pach yokush, me dever have voice. Bevrosa yosechloch, betachas knof of techse. Tzile vesechero amitoi. All descriptions on how we can rely on Akadish Baruch's strength. Loisiro pachet loilo. Don't be afraid of the fear of the night. Mechet siof yoimam. Even if there are hours flying. Here we come to a problem. Don't be afraid. What do you mean don't be afraid? Look how many dead people around me. Look how many dead people around me. So here is a very interesting posseh. What bothers you is, how can I rely on Hashem? Here you have people, tzaddik enough less than I am, Worthy not less than I am. And I believe, it's a Chiddush. What does Miminecha mean? On your right side. You know what it means on your right side? Who goes on your right side? Your Rebbe. Someone who's better than you. 10,000 people who are bigger tzaddikin than I, and more worthy than I. So, so who, what should I rely on? Eilecho lo yigosh. It's not going to happen to you. That's what Bittachin means. Now, again, I'm being a little selfish over here. But I'd like to discuss this point. There are people that have Bittachin that are in the Siyat HaDashmaya B'Negei Ta'am Yisra. And this is greatness. I today cannot, I, I, I don't know I, I don't want to describe. Maybe I do know, I don't know. But I want to describe something very simple. There is a bitochen called Yipo Mitzicho Elef Urevove Miminecho Elecho Loyigosh. If we want to have instances of this greatness, let us remember 50 years ago. Most of the people sitting here, young people, don't remember, but we were told. Those that were saved. Mamish, it's unbelievable miracles of Yipo Mitzilcho Elef Urevova Miminecho. Elecho Loigosh. I'd like to tell a little story. A story that everyone here knows. It's written up. Everyone knows it. But I say it over and over again because I heard it from people that I, that, from, from my rabbi. In the time of, of, of Khur bin Am Yisrael, just 40 years ago, when Am Yisrael was Domi Nishpach Kamayim, and the Jewish people were up in flames, at that time, everyone had a Shisiyat Adishmaya. Those that were saved had their own miracles. I just want to tell a little story that I heard from my Rebbe's, that everyone knows the story, but just because it's Negeet our Inyan. There was a Miri Yeshiva, a mere yeshiva in Europe of several hundred bachrim. The whole yeshiva was saved. Now, <coughs> saved. A lot of people were saved. I heard from my Rebbe, I heard from my Rebbe the Bershaber, the son of the Briskarov. Time it does not allow to tell the story. It's just the, the, the Nisim, when the Briskarov went from Varsha to Vilna. It's a million to describe. And the whole time he was working on Bitochen, on Bitochen, on Bitochen. That was the Briskov's whole sugya, on Bitochen, Bakodesh Borch. His whole avoid was Bitochen, Bitochen. The story starts off that he ordered a, 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 a wagon with, with the, it's, it's a long ride, with rubber wheels. And of course, the next morning they came with iron wheels. Iron wheels is very, very hard to travel. And the, son, and the children, Briskov said, what will we do? Briskov said, if HaKadosh Baruch sent us iron wheels, then we should have iron wheels. And as the story goes by, the middle, the, middle the, the Germans stopped them. And, want to, and whenever they stopped the, 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 the people traveling, they would take away the wagon. Eh, who needs this wagon? It's iron wheels. It's not worth anything. And then there, I just want to tell one little story that I heard from my Rebbe. I heard from his own mouth. Rabbi Shabbat said, when they took it, when, one of the times the Germans stopped us, I'm just telling you a story which I heard from, from Balaam Isa. And the Biskarev was, they, they were in the wagon, there was 
you know, the rows of seats. And the Biskurov and the Peshaber went in the back. And the, the Germans stopped them and they all went out. Peshaber went out next to the last. And the Germans saw he had a golden watch. Took away the watch. He says, thank you, an anding. This is a remembrance. Thank you very much. And the Biskurov went out. And there was two. There was, there was an older one and a younger one. And the other one said to the young one, "Das ist ein This is a godly person. And he gave him back his watch, and they sent him back to tell him go back in, and they, they continued. And when they, then they came to to, to Vilna, they <coughs> there were there were the whole story. There were there were people that went and traveled with them. They said we went from house to house, and every person, every wagon that went from Vasha to Vilna in these few days, no one came out complete. Many came back alive. But Rahman al Islam, they used to cut off, uh, used to, they used to cut off someone's hand, they send them by the, every, every wagon was, 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 was damaged, besides the prescribed wagon. And they prescribed the whole, I was bitoch and bitoch. But this is not what I'm, what I'm going to discuss. I want to discuss the story of the Mary Yeshiva. The Mary Yeshiva was a Yeshiva of 400, 400, 500 They went from Mir, they traveled till they arrived in Japan. Now, I'm not going to do just justice to this piece of history. It's a beautiful piece of history. When they came, when they, when they, had, they had to leave Mir, and they came to Vilna, they divided up in different places. I heard from Talmidim. They went in the Etlach Shtetlach. The people of the Shtetlach, they, they, they were called upon them like kings. They took out the Pesach Tikkah because Pesach Tikkah was a little of Tikkah They took out Pesach Tikkah dishes. The Bochum had, they, they gave them the best of foods. And then, as the story continues, they went from place to place until they, when they traveled from, from, till down to, to the end of Russia, to, near Japan. The Baron Kotler was there, the Blade Malin was there. They traveled, there was no way to travel on train. Only as tourists. They traveled as first class tourists. But Shabbat told me the story, he says, we arrived in Moscow. Buses came and picked us up from the train, from the train station to the, the best hotel in Russia. We came to the hotel. Here we're talking about 400 yeshiva bachim. Yeshiva bachim. We came to the hotel. We came to the hotel. They didn't know what to do with us. They, they gave us food, but we couldn't eat the food. They gave us oranges. The Bochum Yeshiva Bochum, they never saw an orange in life. <laughs> they never saw an orange in life. They gave us the most delicious delicacies. The next day, they had to wait for the next train. They had to wait two days. Beshebeh said, the next day, the buses came to take us to the zoo. He says, I didn't go. I was afraid. But the Bochum went. And here you have Yeshiva Bochum, traveling in tourist buses, going to the zoo, in Moscow, they saw a line of 1,500 people waiting for a piece of bread. In Germany and Poland, the concentration camps are, are burning full blast. And in the middle of this Gehenna, in the middle of the Gehenna, here you have 400 yeshiva bachrim eating oranges and going to the zoo. Well, I, my, my, I, I, would, I would talk about it for half an hour, but my time doesn't allow me. Like the Gemara says, I'm Bnei Kairach. When the old Kairach's family fell into Gehenim, the children of Kairach did it, and in the middle of the Gehenim, Mokrimis Batsalehem, and they were saying, Shimizman of Bnei Kairach. Like in the middle of a Gehenim, you have a bubble, and over there you're protected, nothing touches you. They had first class coaches, they had way to sleep. And what was their problem? The problem was they went on Shabbos. Whether you're allowed to open up the water, because the water goes out onto the tracks, Hilchus Shabbos and Hilchus Boider, and they, and the Blade Malat sat next to the Baron Kotler, and they spoke and learning with the very Torah, with Chidushim, four days straight. In the middle of the Gehenna, a bubble. Now, what I'm going to discuss today, I'm not going to do justice to the problem that we just, that we're going, that, that, that the Brazil is going to discuss after me. What I'm trying to put out, put, put through today is like this. There are everyone sitting here, and everyone is a personal individual. The betochen of a yachid, 
And the tefillah of a yochid can help the tzibur. Will help the tzibur. And the tzibur, Be'ez Hashem, will have nisim v'nefloyes. HaKadosh Baruch will help all of us. But we must know that there is a very small corner on Yiddishkeit, which my discussion is being pointing at. That in any situation, a person can create himself a little shell where he can go through any situation. And it's hard to say it, but the words of Shlema of, of Dovra Melech, Yipol Mitzitcho Elef, Urevove Mimi Necho, Eilecho Lo Yigosh Rakbei Necho Sabit. You and your family, you and your own little corner, of course a person is not supposed to be selfish, but you can create yourself a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch I once heard from a going that Chaim Shmulevitz. Reb Chaim Shmulevitz says, he says, when this mother went into Golis and she was tri- driven out of a town and was walking barefoot and went through all the tsaras, her baby, her tinoik, and she was carrying a little baby. Where was the baby? The mother first was in Varsha and then she was in Vilna. Where was the baby? The baby is not in Varsha, the baby is not in Vilna, the baby is in his mother's embrace, in his mother's arms, and is not lacking anything. Every person can create himself with Bitochen, a situation. Again, we want all of Am Yisrael to be in, 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 in Simcha Batuvlev, and it will be Bezer Hashem. But in any situation, any person, that, that finds a way how to attach himself to Hashem Yisbarach and to put himself in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's embrace in any situation that Am Yisrael might be he can always be sure that he has what to eat and on Hashem's table that Hashem is close to him Kegomol Alai Imi Kegomol Alai Imi like the mother to her infant and that is Bitochem. That is Bitochem. In my humble opinion, one of the most beautiful words in Shemana if, 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 if I'm permitted to say such, such a word, our Shemana is, is is an, excuse the expression, is a masterpiece. It's so beautiful. Every word there is so rich. And the end when you say, Baruch Hashem, Hamavorech Esam Yisrael I feel then comes the punchline. Eloi Kai. My Hashem. This whole Hashem that we described. This Mavorech Hashonim. And the Reifei Cholim. And, and, and the Matir Asurim. And the Mechayim Mesim. And the Kera Kodesh. Hatoiv Shimcho Lechamor Elohoidois. Who does this belong to? Whose Tati is this? Eloi Kai. This is my private Hashem. Did you ever see the little boy? Abba Shani Shoter. My father is a policeman. What's about the whole world? I don't care about the whole world. My tat is a policeman. I'm not afraid of Eloi Kai. And that's Bitochen. Bitochen is you have a thousand kashas. Am I worthy? But there are bigger kashas. What's about him and what's about him? He went bankrupt and he got a heart attack. And he's in Soros. And he's kacha and he's kacha. My tati, my tati. Eloi kai, a thousand kashas. Yipo mitzilcha elef v'revod meinecha elecha layigosh. But how do we acquire this bitochen? And the answer is because since bitochen is emuna, and since emuna is belief, but with reality, it's a dveikus. It's a true dveikus to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's how you do it. We become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And how do we come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And the Gemara says how you come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The whole Torah teaches how to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But let us quote the words of the Gemara. Omar Rabbi Akiva. Kol hashirim kodesh. V'shir hashirim kodesh kadoshim. What does that mean? Kohashirim Kodesh means all the Torah. The Torah is called the Shir. 
All the, sh- the Torah is a shir, is a song to Hashem. And it's Kodesh. But there's a Kodesh Kadoshim. Shir Hashim is Kodesh Kadoshim. What is it describing Shir Hashim? Shir Hashim has a mushal of Am Yisrael and Kodesh Baruch. What's the difference between Shir Hashim and all the Shirim? We open a Chumash, we see Shir, we see the beauty of the Torah. Zohar Hashim HaShabbos L'Kadoshoy. Do you know why? Because HaKadosh Baruch created the world in seven days. In six days, seven days, Shabbos Vayinofash. Don't kill because the Torah is beautiful, the Torah is, is, is wise and is deep. But Shira Shem starts to talk in a new language. HaKadosh Baruch how beautiful, how close we can get. We can share our life together. And here maybe, is why we in this country are so far from Bitochem. Because we have every, every bit of Yiddishkeit. We're in the end of generations and all the greatness of all the generations. We inherit. We have Baruch Hashem, we have a Mune, our Matzis. I don't know, I don't know how, how this side of the Mechitza knows. Our Matzis today I'm telling you, a hundred years ago, they would have, they would have died for such matzahs. Our matzahs today are a hundred percent kosher. Our meat is with, our, our, our chickens, you know, I live in Etsra, I know what's going on in America. And every, every day you have three tamid chachaman looking, looking over it. And our sukkahs, and our lulavim, and our esregim. I was in Bnei Brak, this sukkahs. You should have seen a museum of esregim. A museum. A young man. Eight esregim, I counted. Eight esregim. One had eight, one had eleven. A Tayman esregim, a Moroccan esregim, and there just wasn't an American esregim. Everything was there. <laughs> All the esregim, and I will love him, and our matzis, and our, our davening, and our learning. Everything we have. But our lifestyle. Our lifestyle. The Hinoch Yofra Yossi. Our lifestyle. What do we live? What our lifestyle, our everyday lifestyle, what we live, what we think, what we dress, how do we eat? What interests us? What do we have to know? If we live, we have to know the styles, we have to, we have to, if we live, we live America and, I remember I went to, I went to, to, to school in America and they told me the word. A good Jew and a good American. Now I'm not talking about not to be a good American. I'm supposed to be a good American. Oh, but how did Am Yisrael say in the midbar? Am Yisrael ask for, ask for meat. Why shouldn't they ask for meat? Everyone has to have meat. You see how this, you can eat meat, but there's nothing wrong with eating pizza. I have nothing against the pizza. But it, when, 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 it, when, when that's our, our, our lifeblood. When, our, 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 when you walk into a store and you have 16 or 25 different kinds of bagels and different kinds of cheeses and different kinds. You go look for a coat. I know my, in all Manhattan there's no coat for us. There's no coat for us in Manhattan. In Brooklyn, we finish. In Bar Pap, the 13th Avenue, there's no code for us. That's not the point. If you have good taste, enjoy it. That's not the point. That's absolutely not the point. Enjoy the taste. But the dvekus, the lifestyle. The question is, if we live, we live. Again, we do mitzvahs, but if we live, the, the modern... In the modern life, then you can't live Hashem. And if you want to live Hashem, live Hashem, then Hashem becomes real, because then it's a dvekus. I'd, I'd like to put just a little insight. What is the first thing that a Jewish child is taught? 
And we all know the Gemara says Tinik Shiadela Daber over Malamde Torah. But, but I'm just telling you inside. I'm not telling you different Torah now. I, I, I noticed it in a Yiddish home. The first thing a child is taught. You know the first thing the child is taught when he's, he doesn't know how to talk a word. In my house it's like that because I have bookshelves. And there's very low bookshelves. And the baby comes and crawls and takes out a safer and throws it on the floor. And mommy comes and says, give a kiss. The first Yiddish is here says, give a kiss. Because that's Yiddishkeit. That's the first thing in Yiddishkeit, to love Yiddishkeit. What do we embrace? Of course we eat matzah. Of course we eat matzah. But what do we kiss? What do we embrace? Our cars. Excuse the expression. Our shaitlach. Our ties. The radios. The newspaper. The kosher newspapers. That is, that, that's the life itself. That is life itself. And if you embrace Yiddishkeit, if that is life itself, then Yiddishkeit becomes close. Yiddishkeit becomes real. We are living in a generation, Rabbi Sai, my power of, 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 of speech and my explanation does not do justice to the problem that we are sunk into. Never was there a generation all the world that, there is, that the world should be so comfortable. We live in a generation, there's no cold and there's no hot. I don't know, maybe someone's hot now. You walk out of the house, the house is air conditioned, the car's in, you run. You run. Did you ever see a bottle bus walking into shul and the air condition isn't working? What ha- what's going on? I have nothing against air conditioning. There's nothing wrong with air conditioning. But the dvekus, the dvekus, the, the embrace, it became so close to us, so much part of us. You walk down the avenue, the food stores. I say, I'm going to put in a word, excuse my expression. The miracle of the United States of America is that 75% are on diet. Or else America would have eaten itself out of existence. This is a bitter You walk into a food store, you go crazy. So much, such an abundance. Of course it's a kiss from Hashem. I'm not, I'm not saying it. Chas for sure, we have to be, we have to be your toy. But... <laughs> We're market type. <laughs> and the worst of it is, the worst of all, because whose styles are these? Whose style are this is all the goy? And HaKadosh Baruch and the goy, these are the two contradictions. We open up our radio. Who do we, we, we read the books? You walk into the most beautiful Jewish homes. No one is going to chas v'shalom deprive the children from Cinderella, from Snow White, from the, from the seven dwarfs. Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. This is life itself. If we want to be embraced with Hashem Yisbarach, then we have to disattach ourselves from the goy. And with this I conclude my discussion today. Rabbi Sai. I think I can conclude as we began. The truth is that the gathering today is on a very serious topic. I'm just continuing, just repeating what was said previously. Everyone here knows it, and it's garnish poshit. Am Yisrael b'tzorah g'dayla. Chazal tell us that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes, the first thing is plague, nigei bat. HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts off with possession. And then becomes cloth. And this is a warning. And the end, chas v'sholem, is nege odom. This is a warning. This is a baskel men ha-shamayim. HaKadosh Baruch is screaming, shulu bonu shoyuvim. And one of the things that every Jew says to himself, what will help my tshuva? 
Will I, will I be able to change the situation? And the answer is two answers. The true answer is, yes, every person can change the overall situation. But this is not my discussion today. My discussion today is, if you can't change the overall situation, you can put yourself in a position, you can bring yourself in the embrace of a Kodesh Baruch And we know, Never was somebody that was in the embrace of a Kodesh Baruch shamed or hurt. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Machsi and If you put yourself in the shield of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then you can go through the worst Gehenna and Mokum Nizbat Zalei Gehenna. How do we do it? It doesn't have to come from greatness. It, it, it's a good thing to be great. When it comes to davening, when it comes to learning, when it comes to mitzvahs. But I feel most important is lifestyle. Lifestyle. If you live Yiddishkeit, if what interests you in Yiddishkeit, if mitzvah is not, is not Yerushalayim, but mitzvah is your life, then you're in the embrace of a Kodesh Baruch. But if you live the New York Times, if you live the world, and you worship Yiddishkeit, then this is not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is to live Yiddishkeit. To be close to Hashem. Be close to Hashem, of course, means the mitzvahs, but even more important, the Sur Meirah. And Sur Meirah does not mean Averis. Sur Meirah means the Goy, the Goyish way of living. That's what Sur Meirah is. Every person has to eat. Every person has to dress. We have to eat respectively. Kodesh Baruch wants us to do so. Respect with the dress. We have to interest ourselves. But a person, Ashrei Ish Shaloyish Kochecha Uben Odom Yis Ametzboch. Ashrei the person that his life is centered around Yiddishkeit. It's a lifestyle. And there was never a threat to the Jewish lifestyle to the outer Yiddish lifestyle, as we in our country, everything America stands for is a steer, is a contradiction. And every Jew can live in this country and it doesn't have to have any impression on him. He can enjoy everything around him and can put himself into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's embrace. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's every place the gates are moves. in the itself. And I know that you will take me out. Never was this was 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 the was the Yiddishkeit, the Yiddish eleven of our children, of our families, in such in such sakona as today in this open free country. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu was screaming, "Abbas Kol what do you think?" We're drowning in Gashmias. We were drowning in money, Rabbi. He said, let's not, let's face it. We were drowning. Of course we have, we, of course Hashem is Barach. We're asking for bracha. Let's face it, we were drowning. And we can be in all brachas. Financial, let's talk before it. The moment you're in the Kodesh Baruch Hu's embrace. The moment that you center your life with Yiddishkeit. Your home is clean. All the Goyesha channels don't come into the home. Whether it's the books or it's the radios, the magazines. This, in this audience we don't talk about television, Chas V'sholem. 
The moment our home is a base hamigdosh. Yipo mitzidcha elef urevove miminecha elecha lo yigosh lo yivoshu v'lo yikolmu lo netzach kol achosim boch. And then our Kodesh Baruch becomes real, and we know that that our Yiddishkeit is real. And the truth of our Kodesh Baruch becomes Kodesh Baruch becomes in our life a tangible personality. And wherever we go, he is at our side. We talk to him. We don't need a sitter to talk to him. We talk to him in every language. Every problem is with us. That is bitoch. Kodesh Baruch should help. We should be zeicher beis Hashem to a lot of simchas, a lot of bracha, and very soon the gulah shleim.